Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Columnists in papers around the country, Bernie and I have the most respect, the most respect for Miranda Devine. We are in agreement that she is the best writer in the country, does a tremendous job for the New York Post, and on top of all of that, bestowed a great honor upon me this week when she agreed to write a blurb for my upcoming book, Citizens United, coming out this summer. So let me start by saying, A, Miranda, thank you for coming on the show, and B, thank you for writing that fantastic blurb. Oh, you're so sweet, Sid, and uh, I wish you all the best with the book. I think it's going to be a huge smash hit. Well, thank you. You just uh, had a book of your own that just came out, and uh, ironically, we had the same guy, Anthony Zaccardi, Post Hill Press, as our publisher. Yes. Uh, he's a terrific guy. Johnny Russo wrote my sure book, is. and you just uh, enjoyed great success uh, with your latest book on Hunter Biden. Yes, yes. No, it's it's selling well and uh, back in stock, and hopefully a lot of people can read it who um, might learn a few things about the president. You know, you got lucky because your book came out relatively quickly after they had your manuscript with me. And this goes back to Joe Biden. Because of the supply chain uh, chain shortage, they've told me my book, which was supposed to be out, I don't know, around uh, maybe uh, July 4th. Now they're thinking maybe September because of the supply chain shortage. What do you think about that? Oh, it's been shocking. It's really hit the publishing industry badly. And, you know, there's not enough paper. There's not enough uh, printers. It, you can't get the books to the bookstores. It's really quite, I mean, uh, it, it's acute. And you really notice that if you are an author trying to get a book out. Yeah, it's very, very difficult. Miranda Devine, New York Post columnist. So talking about your book in Hunter Biden, you wrote a story in yesterday's New York Post. And it was entitled, Hunter Biden Sought Forever Deal with China Military Tide Firm. And this, not just China, uh, which I believe has since been sanctioned, this firm, but even the former prime minister of Kazakhstan, who was arrested for treason not that long ago, involved in this deal, a really, really shady deal, once again from Hunter Biden. Give the listeners some of those specifics, Miranda. Yes, well, look, it's one of many shady deals that uh, Hunter Biden and often his uncle Jim and their other business partners were involved around the world uh, and, you know, doing their business in Joe Biden's name and with Joe Biden's involvement, because we know that Karen Mazimov, who was the uh, prime minister of Kazakhstan, uh, who's now been uh, charged with treason, he uh, was pictured in a, a photograph at Cafe Milano, um, which is a Georgetown institution, an Italian restaurant. He appeared in that photograph with Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and an oligarch from uh, Kazakhstan as well. And, um, you know, he was at that dinner in April of 2015 where with Joe Biden in that private dining room uh, in the Cafe Milano. And Joe Biden had told... Uh, Americans before the election that he knew nothing about his son Hunter's overseas business dealings. And yet here he was having dinner with not just Hunter's Kazakhstani business associates, but also uh, with Russians and with the Ukrainian 
executive from that corrupt energy company, Burisma, which was paying Hunter $83,000 a month. So he knew full well, and he also was uh, involving himself in the business and showing up at these dinners. And we know that that the tens of millions of dollars that came into the bank accounts of Hunter Biden, his uncle Jim Biden, and their various business partners in the United States uh, was coming not because Hunter is such a brilliant uh, international businessman. He was a crack addict. It was coming because people wanted to buy influence from his father. You know, it's still amazing to me with all the work you did last year, your expose exposing Hunter Biden in the New York Post uh, before the election. Then, of course, Tony Boblinski on with Tucker Carlson on Fox News uh, yeah. for two nights, giving him all the details that you'd already given in the New York Post. It's still amazing to me that... At least on the Democrat side, no one seems to care. We've been over this a million times. If, God forbid, Eric Trump or Donald Trump Jr. did one quarter, one-tenth of what Hunter Biden did, it would blow the world up. And yet again, here we are, more specifics, another sleazy story. And uh, for the most part, Democrats don't seem to care. No, and that's because they don't have to care because unless it's printed in the New York Times or the Washington Post, or appears on CNN, which just follow the leader, uh, it, it doesn't exist, you know, as far as they're concerned. They can keep their half of the country, their voters, in the dark. And that's what we found uh, after the New York Post story about the laptop and the, the sort of incriminating emails showing that Joe Biden uh, had met with Hunter Biden's business partners in Washington. Um, we, uh, the New York Post was censored by Facebook and Twitter and ignored by the rest of the media. And polls showed after the election that half of Biden voters had no idea about the scandal. And about 10 percent of them, if they had known, would have changed their vote. I tell you, you mentioned the fact that Hunter Biden uh, smokes crack or smoke crack. And, you know, Miranda, I've been very public about my history. Uh, I'm a recovering addict myself. I usually tend to to uh, at least sympathize with with some addicts, not all, but some addicts, not him uh, in this case. But I did drive by Tucker Carlson last night, and he was talking about crack pipes. He was talking specifically about how the Democrats want to make life easy for drug addicts, give them a place to go, give them a place to do drugs, which I just don't understand. Now, again, I get it. Joe Biden's own son uh, has a problem with that, so I could see why he would be sympathetic towards that, but... Uh, how could this be real? How can we really be in, in trying to make a position where we're making life easy for drug addicts? Well, I mean, you understand that it's not sympathetic to, uh, you know, encourage people in their addiction. I mean, addiction is a terrible thing. And I do feel very sorry for Hunter Biden um, because he, you know, he seemed like he was a nice enough guy uh, without the addiction. But it, it, it was a terrible thing for his for his soul, really. And uh, you know that it's just like being in prison. And so why would you enable that? Why would you encourage that? Um, instead of getting people into rehab or preventing them becoming addicts in the first place, um, we seem to be doing the opposite. I don't think it's compassionate to people. I don't think it's compassionate to see addicts shooting up near Penn Station. Um, I think that's just degrading and awful for them. What kind of a life is it? So um, I, I don't think it's kind. And I've seen it in other parts of the world where, you know, um, I, I understand when we gave needles during the AIDS epidemic uh, to stop people from getting AIDS. Sure. 
but this this is different. Um, why why would you help people to take a drug that's so destructive? I couldn't agree more. Miranda Devine, New York Post columnist. On the way out, you talk about uh, Penn Station. You're here in New York, obviously. You're traveling right now, but you're here in New York, and you see what's going on with this city. So between Eric Adams, the new mayor, Alvin Bragg, the new Manhattan DA, Kathy Hochul, uh, not voted in but in charge now since Andrew Cuomo decided to leave, do you feel like uh, eventually this city will return to the great city it once was, or are we completely doomed? Well, Eric Adams is saying all the right things, and he was elected, he knows, because he was an ex-cop and he was the only one of the Democratic candidates who was actually talking about law and order. So he has a mandate to fix it. But at the moment, all I see is fancy words. And, uh, you know, he invited Joe Biden into town and he was extremely excited about that. And yet Joe Biden's part of the problem because he and his party were playing footsies with the defund the police and empty the prison, uh, open the borders crowd. And um, so that's not helping. And when Joe Biden came to town, he talked about the iron pipeline, about guns coming across the border. I mean, that is not the problem. That is like on the list of priorities, that's about number 1,999. <laughs> you know, and, and I talked to... Um, uh, you know, the great Rudy Giuliani, who was the mayor who saved New York last time. And he just said, you need tough talk. That what Eric Adams should have done the minute that Alvin Bragg issued that memo, basically decriminalising a whole lot of felonies, um, was including armed robbery, um, was to bring him into your office, shut the door and say to him, you rescind that memo now or I'm going to get you fired. And if he refused to do it, you go to Kathy Hochul and you say to her, we know that you care about uh, getting re-election more than anything else. So I'm going to make sure you don't get re-elected because if you don't fire this guy, every homicide, every brutal crime that happens, I'm going to hang around your neck. I'm going to blame you for it. I'm going to say that you're complicit in murder. And, um, and, that, and he said, you wouldn't have to wait very long before there is a murder that is directly attributable to Alvin Bragg's new memo, to his, his progressive prosecutor policies. Miranda, as always, you're brilliant. You're not good. You're great. Thank you so much in this uh, early morning uh, on your travels for uh, calling in and sharing the wisdom with us. Have yourself a great trip, and I can't wait to talk to you again, Miranda Devine. Thank you so much. And thank you so much, Sid. Have a great day and have a great show. You too. The great Miranda Devine from the New York Post Calling it to Bernie and Sid this morning. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800 560 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.